Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of Sports of the Legend. Hello, my co-host, Macaulay Matthew. I'm, of course, William Ramo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, man. How's it going? Doing well. Uh, man, good to have you on the show as always, man. Likewise, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks. You know it. And, um, of course, ladies and gentlemen, I'm glad you guys was able to, you know, pop in for this episode. Um, Sports Urban Legend. Um, if you guys want to share your thoughts on any of these following topics and more, the number is 563-999-3529. That's 563-999-3529. And on today's show, um, you know, we're going to talk about the shocking uh, news about uh, Kobe Bryant's passing, you know, on Sunday. We'll also talk about um, uh, the Warrior Rumble that happened last week. Um, we'll also talk about, uh, you know, the NBA, especially the, the local teams, you know, the Knicks winning a game. That's news within itself. And uh, the Nets, they're riding high with Kyrie, but uh, now he's suffered a big injury. We'll we'll talk about that as well. And, you know, since tomorrow night is, you know, the Super Bowl, and as you guys already know, I already gave my prediction last week. So for some some people who haven't seen it, you know, or heard it, you know, could, you know, check in last week's episode to see what what our thoughts are on – who's going to win the Super Bowl between the Chiefs and uh, the 49ers. So we'll get into that as well. Um, But again, of course, you know, the number is 563-999-3529. That's 563-999-3529. So um, again, feel free to share your thoughts on any of these topics or anything you'd like to get off your chest, feel free to tune tune in. But uh, you know, without further ado, you know, um, you know, we gotta, you know, unfortunately talk about news. You know, we never thought in a million years we'd be talking about it in the year 2020. You know, and of course, you know, we're talking about the the shocking, untimely passing of. The NBA legend, the the Laker legend, Kobe Bryant, and um, yeah, you know there's been some, you know, deaths, you know, in the entertainment, sports world, you know, music, you know, that when you, you know you remember where you are, you know, you are, you know, when you hear the news, and um, yeah, I'll tell you. You know, I'll tell you where I, I'll tell you my story, and you, you, you know, you'll, you'll share yours, Mac, in a few seconds. Um, yeah, I was, definitely. Yeah, I was. Um, me personally, I was hanging out. You know, I had an impromptu uh, hangout with a with a couple of friends, and we ended up in uh, Grand Army Plaza just chatting it up. And, uh, you know, then, uh, you know, I looked at my phone, and I noticed you. You know, you're like, oh shoot, you know. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm like, what's going on? So then afterwards, you know, in my mind, I'm saying this. You know, I didn't say this out loud. And then you, and then I see you, you sent the, you know, the the horrible news, and I'm like, oh shoot, you know. I, I, then I broke the news to them, and I mean, it, it, it was, you know, unreal. Not, uh, it's, it's still it's still unfathomable, man. 
that yeah. a guy, you know, 41 years old, you know, he, you know, he just retired a few years ago, you know, you know, you know, peak condition, you know, and, you know, just shows you how life, you know, is a, it's a vapor, man. People could just stay here one day and they're gone tomorrow. And, yeah. um, I mean, it's pretty sad, man, how how it went down. You know, he, you know, he was just being a great father. You know, he was taking his daughter Gianna, you know, and um her teammate, and you know her family, you know, and 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 some other people on the on the plane because reportedly he he doesn't like um he doesn't like taking uh you know limousines or, or cars you know because of the L.A. traffic so he always flies, you know, on planes to to avoid the notorious LA traffic. Now fortunately, you know, the the pilot flew, you know, d- during horrible weather, you know, it was foggy outside and well, I don't know for whatever reason the pilot did not I don't didn't, you know, he 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 didn't you know, he didn't um I don't know, not go. And um, unfortunately, you know, you know, the tragedy happened. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, my thoughts and prayer go out to, you know, Kobe Bryant, his his daughter Gianna, and, um, you know, all the other seven people that were affected. And uh, the the other coach, I think his name was Antabelli. Let me see if I could... Uh, get his name right so I could, you know, you know, give him, you know, his, you know, proper respect. Uh, that that guy, he was a, he was a, he was like a, um, a coach who who actually coached um, uh, Jeff McNeil, you know, the current Met and uh, and even uh, Aaron Judge, yeah, you know, the the Yankee slugger. So this guy, you know, he, you know, um. You know, like like Jeff McNeil said, you know, you know, both baseball and basketball were were deeply affected by by this tragedy. Yeah, I they mean, were. Not to mention, you know, you know, just being a human being, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, again, my thoughts and prayers, you know, you know, go out to all the family, all the family, and everybody who's directly affected by this. Uh, Untimely tragedy. Uh, you know, what, what's your thoughts? Well, you know, when it when I first heard it, I saw it on Twitter in the morning, and I thought, oh, this is a fake article. Why are people posting this stuff? You know, because usually you see you see stuff like that on social media. You know, sometimes they're not even they're not true. They're just made up by people just to get likes and mm-hmm. stupid comments. But um, I decided to do some research and just look on TV to see if there's any news to match that article. And, man, when I saw it on TV, that pretty much confirmed everything. And I, I was in disbelief that that he died. You know, my first thought was, how did he die? You know, like, how did this happen? Then you find out that he, was a, he died in a helicopter crash. And, you know, I'm, I, I was stunned, man. I was stunned. I never thought... You know, Kobe, you know, only 40 years old, just retired several years ago, like you said, would pass away so so soon. You know, this guy was in the prime of his life, you know, and just mm-hmm. getting started to uh, raise his family. You know, he's just settling down, becoming a family man, you know, uh, spending more time with his daughters and his wife. And then all of a sudden this happens and, and it's just heartbreaking. I didn't even know the guy, and I throughout that whole Sunday, I, I was, I just felt down. You know, it felt like my own, one of my own close relatives had passed away. You know, and I wasn't even a big. I mean, I like Kobe as a player, but I wasn't really a big fan of his. You know, mm-hmm. um, but I respected his game as a player. Um, but. Yeah, man, it was very tragic, and what it made even worse is what then you find out hours later that his daughter was with him, and his daughter was going to be, 
you know, the female second coming of him, you know, in, in the WNBA and, you know, in the future, you know, because she was, she um, was following in her dad's footsteps to mm-hmm. you know, become a great basketball player. You know, she was watching games with him, you know, studying players. She wanted to, you know, join UConn, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when she got older. Um, so, she, you know, she was going to be Mamba Sita. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, you hear the story that she was with him and that's man, that that made the story even worse. You know, it's one thing for like uh, the parent to you know, to you know, to die, but then you have the child with the parent. I mean that's that's tough. It's tough yeah. loss for the for Vanessa, his wife and their yeah. kids, you know, to have to go through that. But then my condolences go out to them. Uh, but yeah, man, it's uh, it, it's very, very tragic and heartbreaking. Yeah. I mean, you know, me being a diehard Knicks fan, you know, I have no love for, you know, the Lakers, but like you said, man, I you know, always have respect for Kobe. I mean, to me, Kobe was the closest thing that any NBA player was to, to Jordan, you know. Mm-hmm. To me, right, you know, in like modern history, it would be Kobe. I mean, rather, it would be Jordan, Kobe, and then I would say LeBron. You know, talent-wise, mm-hmm. you know, and the, you know, guys who have, you know, who who are like multi-talented and they have that will. I mean, you could put Tim Duncan in that that level too, but you know, Tim Duncan, he's more, he's more. You know what I mean? He's he, he's not like a explosive type of guy. I mean, he's he he's a winner, like like they are, but. You know, when you think of a guy who could just like dominate, like you know what I mean? Like they're like you. How can I explain it? Like you know what I mean? Like those guys, they they're very explosive. Or Tim Duncan, he's he's very you know he's like like they nickname him the Big Fundamental. You know he's you know he he's like a a textbook man. He's like a robot man. He just um you know he he um. You know, he, you know what I mean? Like, he, he, he's very finesse, where those guys, yeah, the yeah. aforementioned three guys, you know, they just, they just score, they're just pure scores. They could just score in any various ways, dunking, shooting threes. Yep. You know, they're all clutch dudes. But, you know, not to get off point, but, um, yeah, um, Kobe, like, you know, I, I would. I mean, I was never, uh, you know, a huge Kobe fan, but I was, a, a, of course, a fan of, you know, his, you know his, um, you know his game, the way how he, he has that Mamba mentality, how he, you know, he doesn't give up, even if he ha- has a bad shooting night, he he'll just find a way to beat you, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. A lot of ways, like uh, you know Jeter, and um, Tom Brady does, you know, which ironically, all those guys have at least five championships. You know, they got that will to win no matter what. And they played in huge, you know, in big um, fan bases. So that's another comparison. But, you know, hearing the news about Kobe, man, it, it, you know, it was very heartbreaking because it was. I mean, you you would think this guy would, you know, whenever his time was going to go, you would think he'd die like, I don't know, in his 80s or 90s at the minimum. Old age. Yeah, you you would never think in a million years he would die young in a tragic accident, you know. I mean, I guess it's similar to a lot of sports legends in the past. Thurman Munson, um, Rocky Marciano, mm-hmm. um, um, what's his, uh, the, um, Roberto Clemente, you know, also died in a plane crash. You know, those, those were like iconic dudes who just, I mean, all ironically, you know, died young in a plane crash. Yeah. Wait, uh, sure. now that I think about it, even, they're more, I think Roy Holiday passed away a few years ago in a plane crash as well. Yeah. You know, yeah, but he was right just, he was just a few years shy of that. You know, I mean, and Roy Holiday, he was very popular in the baseball world, you know. And you know he he went into the baseball Hall of Fame recently, posthumously. And um, who would have thought in a million years 
that Kobe would be going in and he won't be able to, to you know, to be there physically to, to, you know, to, you know, to see the fruits of his labor. Yeah. I mean, and it, I mean, it's just, I mean, I mean, it's just sad. And then to, to top it off, like you mentioned, you know, dying with his, his daughter, Gianna, who, who you know, this girl is going to be the next big WNBA star. You know, she was going to be under um, Gino Oriyama's tutelage at UConn, you know, and uh, be that next star. And then with Kobe as her father, you know, bring extra eyes to that, to that sport, you know, she could – she could have been the LeBron James of, of the WNBA right now, you know. Yeah. For if her life wasn't cut cut short, you know. But unfortunately, we'll never know now. What? Yeah, that's exactly what we're gonna say. We'll never know now. But it's just sad, man. How you know how their lives were taken away, and then and then uh, of course you know the, you know Gianna's teammate Alyssa Altobelli. You know, she she passed away. You know, such a young age with her mother Carrie, and then of course her her father was the aforementioned, uh, um, you know, coach, you know, baseball coach uh, that I mentioned earlier, and um, assistant coach uh, Christina Mouser was died in the the um, the, the 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 aforementioned uh, plane crash. Peyton Chester and uh, Peyton um, Peyton's mother Sarah also passed away. In addition to the pilot Ara Zobayan, so you know uh, my thoughts and prayers go out to everybody in the family. You yeah, know. my condolences. Yeah, and and everybody you know you know have been you know expressing their thoughts. You know, um, Vanessa Bryant, she, you know, she shared her thoughts on, you know, her, you know, her husband's passing, her daughter's passing and, you know, talking about how, you know, she's, you know, how she's grieving. She's, you know, trying to be strong for, you know, the other survive her other three surviving daughters, you know. Um, you know, it's just, it's crazy, man. It's the, the so. And then, um, you know, a lot of people been taught, you know, been really affected hard, you know, directly like Shaq, who, you know, infamously had a, you know, had a, a rift, um, which led to, you know, you know, Shaq, not, not Shaq, I'm talking about Shaq, you know, going, leaving LA and going to Miami. And of course, you know, he, Shaq will win the, the title in Miami um, in 06. And then, um, you know, um, what was I going to say? Kobe would win the title um, later on with L.A. But um, the most important thing is, you know, after their playing days, they, they were, you know, they they um, buried the hatchet and they, they remained very close until his passing where, you know, Kobe was providing advice for Shaq's um, son, you know. So I mean, I guess that was the only silver lining. I guess with their relationship that they were able to, uh, you know, mend mend the you know, mend the fences. You yeah. know, which I mean, it's it's an exemplary tale, man. How you know, you know, the life is short. You know, to you know, try to try to bury the hatchet with people that you, you know, you you know, you have issues with that you care about. Cause you never yeah, know that grudges for a long time. Yeah. So I'm I'm glad for that aspect. They they were at least able to, you know, whatever you know, forgive each other for, you know, the the rift that they had, mm-hmm. you know. So at least he had, you know, Shaq, Shaq has that um, you know, has you know has that, you know to go on, but, you know, like he said it, you know, he feels sick, you know, losing his brother like that, you know, yeah. his teammate. And, Very um, sad. Yeah. Very LeBron, LeBron, you know, LeBron, uh, you know, he, 
You know, he um you know, he honored Kobe before the game last night, uh, when they were facing Portland. And um yeah, it was a somber game at the um you know, at Staples Center because they, you know, they postponed the game that they had with the with the um, Clippers. Um, you know, I think it was the same day when when Kobe passed away, if my memory, um, not mistaken. So they played against Portland. You know, they played against Portland um, uh, last last night. Last night. Uh, they're they're playing right now as we speak against. Uh, they're leading the Kings uh, 81-64 as we, we as we um you know as we as we speak. Yeah, it was a nice tribute last night to Kobe. You know, they had all the players wear um, shirts with Kobe's 24 and number eight number. I heard that the Staples passed out T-shirts to. Uh, Two people who had tickets, they gave them T-shirts with the number 24. Some got the number 28. And they had two open seats, um, front row, you know, dedicated to uh, Kobe and his daughter. So it was a special night. You know, it was a great way to uh, pay uh, pay respect to Kobe and his daughter. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it definitely was. Uh, you know, the uh, the final score you know, took a, ba- a back seat to, um, you know, g- paying tribute to, you know, the legend, uh, Kobe Bryant. But, uh, you know, the, um, last night everybody w- was a Lakers fan. Yeah. I mean, even, even yours truly, which I never thought in a million years, I would be, I would even utter those words, but, uh, the Lakers, uh, you know, they lost to the, they lost, uh, to the Portland Trail Blazers by the final score of 127-119. Um, Anthony Davis, um, he had a great game. He, he scored 37 points, had 15 uh, rebounds, six assists, nearly had a triple-double. And then, of course, uh, you know, LeBron James, you know, he, uh, you know, he, he almost had a triple-double as well, 22 points, 10 assists, and uh eight rebounds. But uh, you know, everybody's, you know, heart, you know, was basically, you know, thinking about, you know, honoring Colby. And uh yeah, Damian Lillard, he had uh forty eight points, ten ten assists, and nine rebounds, you know, for the win for uh, Portland. But I mean it was a, a touching tribute, you know, at the beginning of the game. But um, yeah, I'm I'm at a loss for words, you know. And uh, we lost a great one. Yeah, we we definitely did. And uh, this true, I mean, yeah, I mean, this is I've never seen I've never seen the NBA grieve like this, you know, for like a, a a lost player like this, you know, like this and. You know the tribute's gonna be going on for the entire the entire season. You know he's gonna be honored at the all the all the, this upcoming All Star game. He's gonna be honored, you know, for the the um Oscars coming up. Um, you know, of course he's going into the Hall of Fame, right. the playoffs. You know the Lakers are Lakers are what the the best team in the in the NBA. I mean for sure of the um the the West. I mean it's them and the Bucks who are the best team. So. You know the Lakers, LeBron, LeBron. You know they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna try to win one for Kobe. So that's that's gonna be that's gonna be the storyline. You know this, you know this tragedy is always gonna be in in everybody's hearts, for sure. So I mean, again, my my thoughts and prayers go out to you know Vanessa Bryant, um, you know her her three daughters, uh. You know Kobe's parents, um, you know, and everybody who, who, you know, all the victims and and everybody who is directly affected. You know. Yeah. Definitely. 
Condolences out to all the families that were affected in this tragedy. Um, man. Um, I, I guess we'll we'll, we'll um we'll, we'll shift gears. Um, you know, with the with the Royal Rumble, WWE. Oh well, I, wait. I guess. I guess before we do that, we should we should um, I guess talk about the Knicks and the the Nets since we're you know we're talking about NBA still. Um, well, um, the Knicks, you know they um, you know they were affected as well by the the Kobe tragedy. Um, Julius Randle, um, you know he, you know he played with with Kobe for three years and. You know, he was, you know, deeply affected, literally saying that, you know, he idolized Kobe and he literally walked, literally walked, uh, worshipped the ground that Kobe walked. And, you know, you know, he took it rough, um, as you would imagine. Um, You know, he certainly doesn't play defense like Kobe. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, very few do, but. Um. Yeah. What was I gonna say? Um. He had a good game today, you know, but I think he got injured. Um. He got taken out of the game early. Uh. But he he averaged a double double. Um. I think it was what. I'm trying to remember. What, let me let me see what the points was. It might have been sixteen point. I know he had sixteen. Re, six. I think it was sixteen point eighteen rebounds or so. But um, yeah. Um, most important thing, the Knicks got the victory against the Pacers, um, and that's an impressive win because the Pacers are playing good basketball right now. All right, the Pacers are always historically a, a good team. They always run well, unlike um, some organizations I know. But mm-hmm. that goes without saying. But um, most important thing, they got the win. And if we all remember the last time the Knicks was good or had a good season, it was uh, cut short in the playoffs by by the aforementioned Pacers. Different roster, of course. But same Pacer, you know, mentality. Yeah, a very good win, you know. um... Just trying to figure out when these other, these players are gonna be suspended. Have they been suspended for that brawl that took place the other night? Yeah, uh, uh, I Payton. He got he um he 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 sat out the game. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, Maurice Mor- Mar- Marcus Mor- I mean Marcus Morris. He was fined, you know, because of his um, you know, um, sexist com- comments. You know, even though he he didn't intend it to be sexist, but I mean, he clear what he said was, um, you know, I mean, clearly sexist. You know, he was he was criticizing yeah. uh, uh, Jay Crowder, basically saying that um, that you know he was trying to uh, he was trying to say that the guy was soft, but you know he was saying that the guy has way. woman. Yeah, it didn't come out the way he wanted it to come out. You know, he was saying that he has woman woman tendencies and all this stuff and you know that didn't uh as you'd expect it it didn't it didn't sit well with a lot of people and yeah. you know he had to clarify saying that you know he has a respect for women he wasn't trying to be you know sexist but you know he apologized but you know that's why people gotta be careful what they say yeah. you know but um yeah, that's that's that, man. And then on the other side of uh you know, the city was uh the Nets and uh Kyrie Irving, you know, he you know, he was like a protege for, for Colby and he took it hard, you know, once he found out about the, the loss. Uh Sunday yeah, because the, Sunday night the Knicks and the Nets were playing the game, you know, which many people thought they should have Postpone that game as well, but uh, you know, 
Kyrie, once he heard it, Kyrie stopped practicing. He left. He just left with the team. And uh, he came back with, with the Nets a few days later. And, uh, you know, he's played pretty well. I mean, he scored, a, he scored, I think, I believe, a career-high 53 points a few days ago. And um, he, he just got hurt, I think, today. Yeah, it looks like he suffered an apparent leg injury in that Wizards game tonight. So uh, he's going to have an MRI to see how serious that is. Well, hopefully he has a speedy recovery because, you know, um, you know, he, he you know, he historically is in injury prone, you know. Yeah. But uh, you know, hope hopefully he'll he'll he could get well soon and most importantly, you know, grieve, you know, the passing of his friend, Kobe Bryant. But um yeah, now now switching gears to um uh the the Royal Rumble. And um, I don't know if you saw the whole thing, but I kind of fell asleep through it, and I and I didn't get to get a chance to rewatch it. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, what was your thoughts on the Royal Rumble? I thought it was okay, and it wasn't bad. Um, you know, I liked some of the uh, surprise interests that we had this year. MVP coming back. Uh, yeah, I love that. Edge making his return. Um, who else? Um, Santino, Santina. Santina, <laughs> right? You know. Um, but overall, it was it was a good Royal Rumble. Was it great? No, it was okay. I mean, some of the matches, you know, were predictable. Um, Charlotte Flair winning the female Royal Rumble. Although I wanted, um, I wanted someone else to win it, but you know, yeah, it was predictable that she was gonna win it. Of course. Um, Roman Reigns defeating King Corbin. Mm-hmm. Um, the Fiend defeated Daniel Bryan. I saw that. Uh, I, I knew that was going to happen. Yeah, um, me too. Becky Lynch finally beating Oscar. You know, mm-hmm. um, but I was surprised that Drew McIntyre won the Royal Rumble. I was surprised by that. You know, I, I thought it was the. I thought it would have been someone like. Um, I, I thought it was going to be Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns or someone else. Yeah. Yeah, but I thought I thought so too. But I did th- I did think it was a possibility. It was, I thought it was those three. I thought yeah. it was either Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, or Drew McIntyre, because you know they've been pushing him, and you know not to mention he he um, you know after he got attacked, uh, the past not this raw but the raw before that he was saying like, you know he I think he was saying he swore to God that he's gonna win the Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. you know. While he was, you know, while he was on the floor cutting the promo, so I was like, okay, he might, he might win it, or they might be predictable and have Roman Reigns win. You know, so those were yeah. the three people I was thinking from from Jump Street. Yeah, well, and uh, it came down to McIntyre and Reigns. You know, mm-hmm. they were the final two. So, um, yeah, Reigns, Roman Reigns had a shot, but you know, McIntyre won it in the end. Yeah, and Brock Lesnar himself single-handedly eliminated like half the people in the the Royal Rumble. Oh yeah. You know, no surprise there. But yeah, MVP man, MVP uh, popping up that that was a a very pleasant surprise. And then afterwards, you know, of course he got eliminated. <laughs> he got eliminated by Brock Lesnar. But before he got eliminated, he got he got Brock Lesnar to dance to the to the MVP's theme song. <laughs> So that's two times in recent history of Brock Lesnar's breaking character, <laughs> laughing with with our truth, you know, promo, yeah. cutting a promo on him, and then the MVP, you know, and MVP, you know, has last match on Monday, which I just found out from you uh, right. yesterday. Um, he finished that match against Rey Mysterio. He didn't win, unfortunately. He lost. Yep. But uh, he ended up getting the the first ever one six spine, <laughs> six one six one nine six, six one spine. six one spine. You know, um, but uh, you told me that the reason he decided to have his last match was to for his son or something mm-hmm. like that, right? Exactly, because his son he wanted to wrestle. Um, he wanted his son to finally see him wrestle in the in a, in the ring. 
you know, especially at WWE ring. And two, his favorite wrestler, his his son's favorite wrestler is, wait for it. You you think MVP? Nope. Rey Mysterio. <laughs> so yo, I, I I mean, lucky for his son, he's, his son isn't Haitian or Caribbean because, um, <laughs> you know, if he's really against his father, um, he's gonna get a bottle. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't know, we don't know about that, man. So well, I hope for one day, one day he he was rooting for he was rooting for his dad. So <laughs> well, that was good to see that uh, that uh, MVP decided to have them have the match against Rey Mysterio just to have yeah. his son, you know, have his favorite wrestler wrestle against his dad. Yeah, and another thing he mentioned in uh in his uh um. I think it was a tw- his tweet or Instagram post. I can't remember which one it was, but he mentioned that you know Ray Mysterio was his close friend. So, you know, um, that was another reason why he re- you know he wrestled them. And Ray Mysterio replied publicly and said that if that was his last match, you know he was honored you know to, you know you know compete against him. Yeah, classy. So, Pharaoh MVP, you know. Yep. He had a good career, man. You know he he you know he also won I think the the TNA title I think at one point briefly. Right. But unfortunately, he never got that shot with WWE to get that that title win. But you know it is what it is. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh yeah, and then then of course you had Edge shocking everybody coming out of retirement. You know. And um, you know, reunited with um, um, I'm trying to remember what he called his uh, his team, rated RKO with with uh, right, Randy right. Orton. You know, they got they got some eliminations, and then Randy Orton tried to eliminate him, which was a harbinger to come. You know, the, the following night of mm-hmm. uh, you know, you know, Randy Orton turning on Edge. But Edge, you know, of course, um, the ultimate opportunist, you know, he um, he eliminated Randy Orton before Randy Orton got a chance to eliminate him. And um, the following night, um, you know, Orton, Orton and, and uh, Edge was in the ring together. And, of course, in, in vintage Orton fashion, he hit Star Keo on him and, you know, assaults him in the ring, and then he was gonna um, break his leg or his neck. I, I can't remember which. But then he um, he went um, he 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 did a, a calling card of the you know of Edge and Christian. You know the the concerto chair shot to the head mm-hmm. that he uh, he did on Edge. You know, and uh, this this shit set up a feud, a WrestleMania feud between both men. Looks like it, yeah. The two former uh, RKO members, rated RKO. Yeah, yeah rated RKO. Right. Are gonna battle each other? Uh, they've they've battled the uh, several times before oh, yeah. in the past. Didn't one of them throw each other off a off a lake? I think. Oh no, no, I think it was Cena that that might have. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, no, that I think was it was different. Cena that that um probably um attitude adjusted him out of the to the water probably. Yeah, probably. But yeah, it's a good thing that WWE, you know, they're they're being progressive with their storylines. You know, they're they're you know pushing young newer stars like John Cena and and um, <laughs> Orton and and Rey Mysterio. <laughs> you know, I mean you. You, you think it's a big show? I mean, you you is it two thousand five still? I mean, like, <laughs> my goodness, man! Still obsessed with these uh, veteran stars, <laughs> you know? Keep having them fight each other a zillion times. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I like having veterans around. You know, there's value in it. But uh, you know, I mean, this is a great opportunity when you have veterans like that to. To let them fight against new people that they haven't fought, you know, ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that, that's the problem with WWE. That's the problem with these pay-per-views and Raws and SmackDowns is they have repeat-itis. It's like we see the same people fight each other a zillion, zillion, uh, a zillion times, and that's why you never have matchups, dream matchups that 
fans really wanted to see, you know. Right. Right. Like Rock versus Shawn Michaels, Undertaker versus Sting, um, Daniel Bryan versus Kurt Angle. Um, I mean, there's a bunch off the top of my head. Even Brock Lesnar versus um, Bobby Lashley. That's not going to happen yet either. Like, but they have the same people fight each other over and over and over again, and sometimes even the same night over and over again. Like, yeah. like. Um, 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 what you call it? Andrade Cien Almas. You know they he fought against Carrillo two two days in a row. And um, of course, Andrade, you know he um he won you know at the Royal Rumble, and um he he um he he lost by disqualification but retained the title, and now he's suspended. Uh, I think for. Allegedly taking um, PEDs, mm, so yeah. you know that it is what it is. Uh, Sheamus defeated Shorty G. No surprise there. Roman Reigns beat uh, Corbin. I don't know if you saw the, the the replay of SmackDown. No, I I missed SmackDown last night. Yeah, I, I saw some of uh, um, SmackDown. And that was that's what led off the show. Roman Reigns was talking to um, Roman Reigns and Usos was talking to, was talking to of course Baron Corbin, Ziggler, and um, uh, you know Bobby Roode or Robert Roode as he's now called. And literally the first thing they say is that um, the Usos are saying like R- Roman Reigns is you know still upset because he lost. He takes he takes losing um, you know difficult. And then when Baron Corbin comes out, he's complaining that he lost. So I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm I didn't watch the I didn't watch the 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 um Roman Reigns match and Baron Corbin match because I happened to fall asleep during that happened. I didn't and I didn't get a chance to re- watch the replay. Um, because of this, so I'm like, I'm pretty sure Roman Reigns won. So when when the Usos and Roman Reigns are you know. Basically, Roman Reigns is saying that he's sad when he lost. But he lost the match. I'm like, I'm pretty sure he won. So I'm like, okay, I guess I was wrong. And then when Corbin comes out with the, with his goons, Cor- Corbin is saying that he lost. So I'm like, what what, what the what is going on here? Like, how did they how did they forget the the result of the match that just happened this past Sunday? Yeah, that's strange. <laughs> I've never seen that before. That's strange. I've never seen that before. Try, try to check that out. That's how the SmackDown started this um this past um this past um Friday yesterday. I mean, I was I'm I'm stunned. Like, how do you how do you how do people forget the results? <laughs> <laughs> how do you, how is that even possible? Like, uh, that's like the most important thing of this whole feud. That's funny. Who won? Who lost? That's like. That's textbook. <laughs> See, this is what happens when you keep battling the same person a zillion times. Can't even remember. Can't even remember who, who won the match. Come on. False count anywhere match. Well, Roman Reigns won that match. Uh, you, I assume you saw that match. Was there anything spectacular? or? Um, not really. I mean, just... A normal Roman Reigns match, pretty much to me. <laughs> I mean, the most, the best match of the night, I think, was uh, was probably when Daniel Bryan first seen. No, the Daniel Bryan, uh, Ray White. I mean, that was. I mean, the Ray White was dominant throughout that whole match. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't one of the best matches. Um, I fell asleep to that one too, and that was one of the. Oh, I'm sorry. Continue. So the best match of the night, man, that's a tough one. Maybe it was the Royal Rumble. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess it was the Royal Rumble itself. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of any other match that really stood out, you know. And that's pretty sad for for a Royal Rumble, the third most important pay per view event of the year. Of a, of a wrestling calendar year. Mm-hmm. The first pay-per-view event of the, you know, the regular year. And you you put out a mediocre pay-per-view event. 
I mean, that's the problem with WWE nowadays. Like, they have they have good matches. Like, if you watch the matches, you get in, you get invested in it. And then they usually have like a screwy ending. And it's like, oh man, this just brings down the whole level of the whole um, pay per view of the match. But um, yeah, I mean that's. Let me see that. Uh, oh yeah, Charlotte defeated. Uh, uh, she tossed out Baszler. Um, you know, to win that opportunity. Charlotte Flair didn't make up make up her mind yet, but there's rumors that um she's she's not gonna challenge um she's not gonna challenge um Becky for the one million time for the Raw Women's title, which I which I pretty I which I which I'm thinking is still gonna happen until I, I find out otherwise. She's not gonna challenge uh Bailey for the SmackDown title. Uh, apparently she's gonna um challenge um Rhea Ripley for the NXT women's title and apparently NXT women's title isn't even called NXT women's title anymore because apparently WWE doesn't want the women's any of the women's title to be called women's title because the sake of equality they just want to call it the title or you know the WWE title not to be confused with the the man's type, the, not the man, not the man, Becky Lynch, the man, but, you know, the male gender's title. Wait, hold on for a second. So she's going to be fighting for the NXT title. That's the rumor, but it's not, it's not, it's not confirmed. Huh, that's interesting. And um, the, there's another rumor is that she's going to team up with Ronda Rousey and a battle uh the kabuki warriors um for the you know which is of course Asuka and Carrie Sane for the for the tag team titles so that's yeah. the other rumor that's going on but yeah it it would it definitely would be interesting if she's if she's not battling if she's challenged that would definitely put you know Add some prestige to the NXT title that uh, you know, an establish, yeah, would establish um you know wrestler, with yeah. you know of course re- you know wrestling line- lineage as she she has, wants to compete for the NXT title. I mean it just proves that WWE is finally giving NXT its respect and giving it officially the the third brand level, the equally third. Because as you can see, how they dominated Survivor Series NXT, that was the that was their coming out priority, you know, yeah. yep. showing that they belong, and that they're not the minor leagues for you know WWE. But um, yeah, I guess, well, let me see. Is there any? Is there anything else that happened on Raw SmackDown? I Man, I didn't really finish watching SmackDown. To be honest uh, with you, I, yeah, I mean, I, I still haven't seen it, so I, I, I don't know what happened last night. But um, trying to think. Oh yeah, I know, I know they were supposed to fight each other, and the you know Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin, whoever loses will eat dog food. I mean, I assume <laughs> Baron Corbin lost and ate the dog food. I didn't see it, but. As predictable as WWE is, I'm pretty sure Baron Corbin lost. But, I mean, it is what it is. Oh, and uh, WWE, not WWE, um, Mets News, um, they announced that um, Ron Darling, John Matlock, Edgardo Alfonso are going into the Hall of Fame. Oh, the Mets Hall of Fame. Right, right, the Mets Hall of Fame. Yeah, the okay. Mets, uh, let me specify that. The Mets Hall of Fame, not Cooperstown. Okay. But the Mets Hall of Fame. So, congratulations to all three men going in. And, Congrats. Uh, Al, Al Jackson, who um, was an original Met, and, um, you know, he, he, he returned to the Mets. Uh, he, was on the, he was on the 69 team as well. Um, he, but he's been with the organization for – like 50 years before his uh, his passing uh, recently, he's going to be honored 
with like a lifetime achievement award. You know, so I, I think if my understanding right, I think they're gonna honor all men, all four men, um, May fourth, May fourteenth, I think it is. I'd have to double check that. But yeah, they might be playing the Pirates that game. Let me, let me see if I could uh, check. Uh, you know, the thing quickly. And um, yeah, they also um, they also signed um, Matt Adams, you know the the national veteran. So um, that might that might be a clue that maybe he might be um, Adam, I mean Adams might be there for insurance, or you know that that might be a, a signal that they might be trading. Uh, Dominic Smith in a potential trade. I mean, who knows? I mean, yeah. Sterling Marte he he got traded from the Pirates to the um, D-backs, and uh, you know, uh, Smith, J.D. Davis were rumored to be part of that trade. You know, but the Mets turned it down. You know, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of interesting moves that could be trades that could be done. Will Mets or any of the NL East teams do it? Like Nolan Arenado, Chris Bryant, or Mookie Betts, who, I mean, he's most likely going to be traded to the Dodgers or, or Padres at this rate. So um, MLB could look a lot different in the very near future. But yeah. again... I mean, it's already been a busy off season, you know, yeah, the past several months. So, mm-hmm. right now, um, yeah, my baseball season is about to start. I'm excited. Yeah, I hear you. And um, yeah, the aforementioned Met, uh, former Met players are going to be honored before the uh, Pirates game on May the 17th. So, you know, c- again, congratulations to the guys. But um. You know that's that's I guess that's basically it. Um, I can't think of anything else. Oh yes, right, the Super Bowl. Oh yes, tomorrow, big yeah. game. Big game tomorrow. You know we we gave our predictions last week, so you know you could, you know, um, definitely check out you know our, our thoughts in depth. But yeah, it's gonna be a big one, man. Uh, you know the Chiefs, they're gonna try to win their second ever Super Bowl championship. The first one in 50 years, you know, um, when they when they won uh, Super Bowl four, and of course you got the um, the 49ers, you know, they they're gonna try to win their what their six, you know. So, I mean, that's gonna be, you know, this is the, we're 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 definitely gonna see a classic tomorrow. We're, we're definitely we're definitely guaranteed a classic, barring a a. Uh, a brutal blowout victory, but yeah, I don't. I don't think it'll be a blowout. It'll be, I don't I think, think so either. It'll be a close game. I think. I, I definitely think it's going to be a close game, and it's I think it's going to be a shootout or a slugfest. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's definitely going to be one for the ages. You know, I, I definitely can't wait to see that, mm-hmm. and I'll uh, definitely give you. We'll definitely give you our thoughts about that next week. But uh, last, last but not least, before we head out, um, what's your favorite uh, Super Bowl, uh, you know, Super Bowl game moment and player of all time? Wow, I mean, man. Well, my favorite Super Bowl, of course, is the Super Bowl uh, where the Giants upset the Patriots when Eli made that catch to David Tyree and he was able to catch it with one hand on his helmet. I mean, you thought right then and there in that play that Eli was going to get sacked. But he managed to get out of that crowd and just throw the ball up. And David Tyree just caught it on his helmet and managed to hold on to it as he's being tackled to the ground. I mean, that was one of the greatest games I've ever seen. And probably the best play I've ever seen during my lifetime. So that was my favorite Super Bowl. 
as far as favorite Super Bowl player, I mean, you gotta give it to that that, that Tyree catch. You know, same thing. I, yeah. I'd say that, that was probably my favorite play, and because of that, Tyree will always be one of my favorite Giants because of that. So uh, I'll give it. Uh, I'll give it to that Super Bowl. So who's your favorite Super Bowl performer? That David David Tyree. Oh, David Tyree. Yeah, that that David Tyree catch. He also and early in the game he also had a touchdown as well. So that was like his biggest game of his career, pretty oh, yeah, much. No. No, 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 so no. I, I, yeah, I I give that he's my favorite Super Bowl player. You know, just because of his performance in that Super Bowl and that catch. He'll always. I mean, he didn't have a great career, unfortunately, but mm-hmm. that one catch and his performance at Super Bowl will always stand out. And yeah, that that will always, you know, be a great memory for me as a Giants Giants fan. Man, I hear you, man. I'd say that's my that would be my second favorite uh, game personally. You know, seeing the the Patriots get their their butt whooped, being undefeated. You know that 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 was a, such a. I mean, no one could have foreseen that. I guess other than the giant players, you know, who believed in themselves. You know, even after they they, they lost um, a regular season game where they were they were close to beating them, but they lost. And then afterwards, yeah. that basically started that giant run that they had, which was capped off by upsetting the Patriots and preventing the Patriots from. Uh, Joining the seventy-two Dolphins as the undefeated team, the only undefeated teams um, in N- NFL history. So as of right 42. now, mm-hmm. so the the Dolphins stand alone on the road to perfection. But yeah, that was the best one I've seen, per, you know, um, in my lifetime. But I mean, if you know me, of course. And you've been listening to the show for the past eleven years. You know the the answer is pretty easy. And I'm gonna let you guess what it is. Uh, during your lifetime, or just in general? Overall, no, in general. No, the okay. best one I, in my lifetime that I've seen was was the same Super Bowl you're talking about. Okay. My uh, favorite well. Super Bowl of all time is drum roll. <laughs> Okay. I yes. Guess, well, I guess it would be Super Bowl three. You're talking. That about is yes, correct. Man. You are correct. Even though you weren't allowed to see it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But yes, it is the best one. Yes, I am. Yes, I'm biased. But yeah, that is the best one, because um, at that time, um, the the um, it was an experiment, you know, the Super Bowl, you know, because it was you know the NFL versus the AFL leagues battling it out and the prior two the first two Super Bowls were won by you know uh, Bart Starr um, and uh, um, you know the Packers the Green Bay Packers you know led by the you know um, the legendary Vince Lombardi you know um, as their, their, their you know head coach so up until this point the, the whole you know mental process of uh, you know the AFL was that they they were inferior. They didn't belong in the NFL. So if if the Jets would have lost that, the Super Bowl would, as we know it, would have been would have been dissolved long long time ago. Because um, that, that was the whole thought process was that you know the AFL was not was was literally not in their league, literally and figuratively speaking. So they were battling against the Baltimore Colts, which that year was the best best team in uh in football. So basically before you know the Jets went on a a magical run, you know, uh they you know they defeated the um the the Raiders in the playoffs, which you know always been a historically a smash mouth team right there. And um basically before the 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 Colts and Jet game uh Joe Namer was was speaking at a um w- was um talking and someone interrupted him and said that you know the, the that that the Jets were going to get their butt kicked like badly so Joe Namer he he um you know he you know he was PO'd about it and he said hey well you listen there buddy we're going to win i guarantee it pal 
So, <laughs> so basically, you know, he he put you know bulletin board material for the um the cult, and um, you know, his manager um Weeb Eubanks was telling him, hey Joe, why did you do that? So he was saying that he was um passionate, you know, he believed in the team. So what he did was, you know, basically, you know, led the team to that to the epic guaranteed game where he to the to the only Super Bowl victory in uh Jets history. That happened what, fifty one years ago? So yeah, that's that's why it's the best, you know. That that's why it's the best to me because at that time, you know, if the Jets did not win, which obviously made the Jets the first AFL team to win the Super Bowl, and then the the following year, the um, the AFL would merge with the NFL, and um, now that's why we have NFC and AFC. So, fun fact: Jets won the AFL title and the, the and the Super Bowl, but they've never won they've never won the um, AFC you know, since the merger. And hopefully in the near future with Darnold, they will break all those uh, droughts. So we'll see what happens. Well, so uh, name it was your favorite Super Bowl player. You got it. Okay. But, um, yeah, um, Tom Brady, man, that's, that's that's the X factor right there. Is he gonna? Because he recently took a photo, and uh, now people don't know if he's coming or leaving or staying with the with the Patriots. But if I was a betting man, I'd say he's gonna he's gonna resign with the Patriots and end his career there. Because that's the wisest decision to do. I mean, he has Bill Belichick. No matter how strained the relationship may or may not be, that's the best position for him. Yeah, I think Tom Brady will come back and play. Yeah, hands down. I don't see him retiring yet. See him at least playing for maybe a few more years. But you never know. Yeah. I mean, he could. Please uh, could you know have a could uh, he'll have a lot of time right now to think during this off season to decide whether he comes back or not. So I wouldn't be shocked if he decided to retire. I mean, he's had a great career and he's you know. Forty years old, so it wouldn't shock me, especially after we're... he's seen his uh, adversary Eli Manning retire. Mm-hmm. And not to mention um, the way how he lost, man, in that first round. Yeah, against the Titans, man, it was it was crazy. But yep. you know, it happens. But uh, yeah, I think he has at least three or five more years in him. I wouldn't Even say five, but you know, maybe three, a, three, a I couple. Think. Two or three, maybe, maybe. That I'm not even sure because it's you know, his five is pushing it, but three. Year, I think he has three. He 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 didn't. The last few years he hasn't looked like the Tom Brady that we've Evolved. seen. Yeah, he's getting up there and and his throwing motion is starting to, to decrease a bit. So, uh, who knows how, how long he plays? I mean, we'll see. I mean, we'll see if Patriots want to keep. Starting him as a quarterback because I know they're they've been trying to go younger for a long time, but they've been winning yeah. titles. So we'll see yeah. what happens. Plus they traded with Garoppolo, so yeah, you know, and now he has a chance of uh, winning a title of his own. You're gonna have the battle between the young guys. You're gonna have, um, you know, uh, Patrick Mahone, son of former Met Pat Mahone, trying to win his first title, and of course the first. First title for for the um, the Chiefs in 50 years, and then of course you got um, a Garoppolo trying to win his first champion, you know, as as a starter. So, you know, it's going to be an interesting matchup, but we'll find out we'll find out later today. Yep. Um, you 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 have any last thoughts you'd like to say? Uh, just thank you for having me on the show, and you guys enjoy the Super Bowl tomorrow. Hopefully it's a great game. Yeah, hopefully, 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 man. All right, so you heard Mac. Uh, you know, check out Sports Urban Legend every uh, Saturdays at eleven. 
we I think we're um we we might have a, a special Friday night one um this week instead. But you know, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll keep you posted, of course. And uh you know, we'll we'll review the Super Bowl, give you our thoughts on that and whatever else is going on in the world of sports. Uh, also check out my um, YouTube channel, Sports and Legend TV. And, uh, you know, again, um, you know, my, you know, our thoughts and prayer go out to, you know, the Bryant family, the um, Antabelli, if, if I pronounce the, the, the name correctly, and all the, the victims, the family of the victims. Again, you know, our heart goes out to them. And, um, Again, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for checking out uh, this week's episode of Sports and Religion. He's Macaulay Matthew. I'm William Ramo, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace. Mumbo out. Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.